It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What it do, what it do. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning to the Up and Up podcast. I'm your host, Rabino. And I'm DJ Erm, man. What's going on, boss? I'm good, man. Chilling. Yeah. Chilling like yeah. a villain? Yeah, Feeling man. Good? You already know. Feeling great? Feeling great. Good vibes tonight, right? Yeah. Shout out my guy Bossler back from NY. Yep, bringing the energy. Yes, sir. East Coast to the West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if this is your first time tuning in, this is the Up and Up podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This is the podcast where we're focused on cultivating culture, right? Mm-hmm. Um, nothing more, nothing less, right? We're here yeah. to provide a space for individuals, groups, movements, right? Um, out here carving lanes, right? Yeah. Representing the culture mm-hmm. and their culture, right? Yep. Um, definitely want to give a shout out, of course, to the consistent listeners, viewers, supporters. Family members. All that. I call them family now. Yeah. Man. You know what I mean? They've been rocking with us for a while now. For so a while. Shout, shout out to you guys. Thanks for the energy and the support you guys have been giving us in the platform, um, as well as the guests that come on the show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, again, like I said, we're trying to connect dots out here, right? So yep. if you're listening to an episode and you, and you rock with a guest, reach out to them, man. They're accessible. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> right? They like that. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely want to tap in. So make sure you reach out. Um, now, if you want to continue supporting the podcast, you know what to do. You can find all the episodes on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. We ain't on TikTok yet, but we're going to try oh, that yeah. out, right? <laughs> we're going to tap it, right? <laughs> right? Uh, just type in the Up and Up podcast, and that's where you can find it. Also, if you're not already, make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at underscore the Up and Up, right, to stay tapped in. We got a lot of great things coming. Yeah. Trying to close out the year strong, right? Yep. That's how we do it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and last announcement I want to make, of course, Listener Appreciation Week is is um, around the corner. Yeah. Episode 60, right? Um the best way to describe it is we allow a listener to come up here and take over the show, right? Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. I'm going to just sum it yeah. up to that. Um, the way to submit, you can go, go to at underscore the up and up, hit us up in the DMs and let us know what your favorite episode was and why, right? Yeah. And we'll pick a winner. Mm-hmm. You come up here and take over the show. Yeah. So you can take quote of the day too, whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, any any other announcements, bro? Nah, we good? not really. Yeah, we good. Okay, cool. Um, now, obviously, if this is your first time tuning in, uh, the purpose is to provide context, right, on this show, yeah. right? Show you how how people get to where they're at, right? Mm-hmm. It's not overnight. It's never overnight, right? Never. Um, and today's guest, I would say, is definitely a man whose commitment uh, to his craft and work is not only carving a lane for himself, uh, but I would also say is providing the much needed humor we need in our yeah. in our lives, right? Yeah. For uh, real. This world can be, you know, it could be a dark time, man, mm-hmm. dark place. So it's always good to have that energy brought, and and this this brother's definitely bringing it. Um, I'll say he's definitely a humble and hardworking man, mm-hmm. culture cultivator who's keeping everything on the up and up, mm-hmm. right? All the way from Denver out here, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brother pulled up. <laughs> um, and just to give you some insight on the brother's work, he's definitely a household comedian, entertainer, uh, emerging actor, and overall businessman, right? In every sense of the word, I would say. Yes, sir. Um, a friend to the show, right? Our Hobbit brother, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think let's just get straight to him. And our guest is none other than a comedy cultivator himself, Philmon, a.k.a. Gergish, yeah. Johannes. Can we get a round of applause? Yeah. What an intro. What an intro. What an that intro. was bro. amazing. Thank you, man. Let's make a great album now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how you doing, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Uh, appreciate y'all for having me here. It's about damn time. There you go. Oh, sure. Can I there cuss on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Say how you feel. Oh, well, for yeah. sure. Fuck that. Let's get it. <laughs> we here. Got that out the way? Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, but thanks for coming, man. Man, appreciate y'all for having me, man. Time, and time is everything, bro. Yeah, for definitely. sure. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. But I, definitely day one. Gurg is definitely day oh, yeah. one supporter, man. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Since the late sesh days. From the late sesh, for sure, man. Mm-hmm. I was tuning in. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. Now, um, if obviously, if you're familiar with the show, we always start the show with a quote of the day, right? Get the vibe right. Get the mood right. Um, so, I, I don't get to tell quotes on this show at all. Yep. Yeah, bro. I've been cut off, especially <laughs> after the last episode. <laughs> I went overboard. Uh, but what you got? What you got for us, man? All right. So, the quote of the day today is, you can't deny laughter. When it comes, it plops down in your favorite chair and stays as long as it wants. Mm. That's who, dope. Who said that quote? Uh, Stephen King. Mm. Yeah. The author? Yeah. Okay. I think so, yeah. Okay. That's it's random. Dope. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's a dope quote, though. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, a dope yeah. quote. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. 
You want to you want to run that back <laughs> for the people yeah, in the back? Yeah, run the back. I, I gotta, definitely I went over that. people's heads. I gotta feel that. Uh, one. Yeah. So the quote is, "You can't deny laughter when it comes. It plops down in your favorite chair and stays as long as it wants." Yeah. So that's real. Now, obviously, yeah. we, we I mean, we we bring in quotes to start the conversation, but okay. we also want to get quotes that tie into the guests and their story and and what they're doing. But now, obviously, you know, you you've been grinding, man. You've been putting in a lot of work and. Um, you definitely have established yourself in in the comedy space, the entertainment realm. Mm-hmm. But like I said, we want to always take it back, right, and yeah. get, get to the to the bottom of like where it came from and where it all started. Um, so you grew up in Denver, right? Am I grew correct? up in Denver, yeah. Okay, Denver, okay, Colorado. So, so what was it like growing up out there and kind of like trying to figure out who you were early on? Uh, I knew I was always a class clown. Like, there you go. For sure. Growing up, I was a class clown, but I swear to God, like, I never thought it would get to this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not even a little bit. Your like, teachers probably didn't think that either, right? Nah, hell no. Nah, <laughs> hell no. Nah. They was always against that shit. I was yeah. always in detention clowning, man, for yeah. sure. But, I mean, y'all know where this shit started from, man. Like, uh, honestly, like, it's funny, like, my pops, like, he was doing skits before I was doing skits. And it's funny, like, he would throw, like, all our parents, like, different parents in these skits with him, recording them, recording the kids. and Yeah. It's funny, like, I didn't realize, like, dang, my dad was doing this way before I was doing this shit, but I didn't realize he was doing the skits and stuff. So he mm-hmm. was, like, really in it. Like, what? Like, he had costumes, he had military costumes, he had, like, wigs for the people that were in the skits. Like, what? I'm talking <laughs> when I was, like, seven, eight years old, man. Like, and it's funny, I never, like, even realized it until, like, now, me and my sisters will watch, like, old school, like, home videos, and I'm like, damn, Baba been making these skits. This yeah. is crazy. Like, that's why I think, in terms of, like, uh, you know how, like, Habesha parents don't, like, certain traditions career-wise and stuff that you mm-hmm. go through like yeah like the whole comedy thing like that's not really one that your parents gonna let you go for sure mm-hmm. and i feel like that's why i got so lucky to be real it's a luxury like, huh yeah, you really. definitely had that luxury like, my pops my pops never realized how big it was but like i feel like that's why i'm so lucky like mm. the fact that um that he was a comedian like i got lucky my mom my mom be tripping though. My mom be thinking like this, this like yeah. this comedy shit's for the birds, man. Yeah, yeah. but you got someone who'll back you up when you're dead. Yeah, though. oh yeah, for sure. Like, like they'll come to my shows and then they'll realize the shit. But like my yeah. mom, she'll be like, "Why are you doing this? Stand up, comedy. Every day, stand up." She's like, I find job for you. You sit down. You don't have to stand up. I'm like, oh man, that's crazy, man. Yeah. But but no, I think it's definitely a luxury. Like regardless of what it is, just to have open-minded parents. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I think your dad doing that. Like, he can't not be open-minded yeah. to you wanting to do it, right? Facts. So that's mm-hmm. dope. That's dope. Yeah. Sure. What was some of, like, some of the other, like, early interests you had when you was growing up? Because I know you was a... Uh, man, I, I thought heard, I was going to be a rapper. Yeah. I, oh, I, heard, a, I heard a track. I, okay. I, I, I thought I was going to be a rapper, <laughs> me man. Me too, bro. A, me too. I was part of a rap group called The Trio, man. Uh, man, shout out to my boy Ace, man. My boy KB. Rest in peace, man. Yeah. Man, we were part of a rap group. We had studio, man. We had like a four thousand dollars studio that we all pitched in on, and mm. I swear to God, I thought I was gonna be a rapper. Like this comedy shit yeah. came out of nowhere. Comedy started moving. Gergis was in motion. I literally just hit pause in my music, man. People were like, "You don't make music anymore." No I was like, Ugh, "I don't, I don't think <laughs> yeah. so." Like based on this comedy thing, uh, but I think the music definitely probably helped the comedy, right? Like just in terms, yeah, in yeah. terms of like confidence and just you know being a performer for sure. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for sure. I always say that, like, hearing your voice, mm-hmm. like, back, you know what I'm saying, could be yeah. weird for some people. Yeah. But if you've been recording music, yeah. it's like, you're That's comfortable true. with that, That's you know? True. So yeah. I, I think that helps for sure. But I've always thought my, my voice was weird, though. Like, <laughs> that's why I think, like, I can, I'm able to sound like, like, people are like, man, you're such a good uh, uh, impersonator. Like, like if I'm in a room with you, like, I'll, I'll let you talk for, like, 10, 15 minutes. I'll walk out, I'll sound just like your ass. Wow. <laughs> it's some weird shit. And that's why I think, like, everything that I do, even with the Habesha accent, I think that's why it's so clutch for me. It's like... Mm. Like damn, like Asian accents, yeah, like yeah. That. So, mm-hmm. The Asian accent is definitely yeah. on point. So being able to hear yourself, <laughs> like, that's why I think I sound. I try to like in the booth. I was always sound like somebody like different. Like, mm. yeah, like you sound like an East Coast rapper. You sound mm. like a West Coast rapper. I'm like, damn, I'm just switching up the style. Really. That's dope though. Yeah, especially like to especially going into the acting, you know, um, stand up comedy, whatever it is, to be able to do different characters or yep. whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Um, now I want to get into kind of obviously you really uh, took off. You know, through YouTube, right? You really yeah. utilize the YouTube platform, and um, I think the the it all started with the shit. How did your parents say where you were kind of just mocking everything our yeah. parents were saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, pretty much. Uh, you know, I mean, the shit. How did your parents say? That's when um, they were coming out with that on on World Star Hip Hop. They were like shit. New Yorkers say. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, okay. Nigerian. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Like my partner was like, man, like you gotta drop your shit. Like if you don't drop your shit, like. 
by this week, it's over. Like, don't uh, even do it. And, like, mm. I feel like Gurgish and everything I did was, like, based off trends. Every good video that I did, every great skit that I did, I feel like was the trendy one. Yeah. And that's why I worked out. It was current. I feel like if I waited, like, a week or two, like, and someone else did it, mm. like, y'all probably be interviewing that person right here. Like, I'm telling you, I feel like I got lucky with that one. I don't and know. Because, I mean, you still got to deliver. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. But I feel like, like, I, I feel like I barely made the cut because I know it was still late. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean... I really wanted to get into the fact that, like, like you obviously had success, right? Yeah. When you put that video out. Yep. Um, and it sounded like your boys were pushing you to do it. Yeah. But I always, I was always curious, like, did you have a strategy? Like, what if this pops off? Like, what's the next move? What's the next play? Because Not at all, man. I always give credit to my boy Kobe, man. Like, he's always – he's the one who pushed me to do this, to be real with you. Like, he, mm. he would show me – he would show me skits, and he would tell me, like, man, we just need to record you. Like, we don't always have this accent. We do dumb shit going through the drive-thru, like, ordering dumb shit with our accents and stuff. <laughs> and he's like, man, you got to record it. And uh, I don't know if y'all are familiar with Lil Nate. Um, I say this all the time, man. Lil Nate from Dallas. Uh, I feel like he started the whole Habesha accent yeah. and, you know, just bringing it to, like, our generation, first mm. generations. Um, and I watched it. My boy showed me. He's like, man, look at this dude. This dude got 100,000 views and stuff. And no disrespect, but I was like, I'm like, what? Like, I, yeah, I could do, do one better than that. Yeah. Like, his accent was cool, but I said to him, <laughs> I said to him all the time, man. Like, I feel like because I seen his video and I seen like, wow, like he's able to get this many views. Yeah, I'm like, all right, well, let me see what I could do. Then. Mm. If he can, if he can get this many, let me let me just try this stuff. So I always, I always give him a shout out just because I feel like, yeah, by me seeing it, and I was like, okay, that was proof that this actually works. Yeah. So what Kobe's talking about, it might make some sense. Let's let's try it. And even then, I still didn't give it a try. I was like, nah, I didn't do anything. I fly to L.A. Uh, I ended up moving out there with him. He's uh, telling me we got to do a skit. And I feel the first one I did was uh, was a video called uh, Internet or Interest. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was cool, but it was such a dry video. It was literally, I was at a little desk just like this. Yeah. And it was so dry, I didn't know how to edit anything. Yeah. It was literally a 14-minute, just no edit, just straight, straight, straight 14 shot. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> me and a white tee at the table just looking dumb. <laughs> like, I was like, dang. And... and the fact that they liked it, I was like, damn, okay. Like, I didn't even think that was any, like, my best work. Wow. Second one I did, um, I think it was called The Interview. That one yeah. was a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I started, you know, learn how to edit. And that was still horrible to me. I feel like the best part of it was the bloopers. Like, yeah. that shit was funny. Yeah. Like, if you see, like, me and Kobe, like, when we work, man, like, it's hard to get some of these skits down. <laughs> yeah. We say some original shit that we're never ready to hear. Like, <laughs> like and me and him growing up, if we... Uh, we get in trouble with our parents, man, and we, like, laugh. Like, if I look at this dude and my mom is going ham on me, like, I'm laughing. And she's wow. going to slap the shit at me because she thinks, oh, you laughing? You think it's a game? Yeah. I'm like, nah, this nigga's laughing. Yeah, he smiled yeah, at me. Yeah. So, I, so that those two first skits were like, it was whatever. And then that's why I said the trendy thing. I ended up going back to Denver, and I did the shit Hoppa Shop parents say, and that shit was, like, wildfire. Yeah, that shit, nah. that, shit, that shit was crazy, and I didn't realize it. I'm looking at my phone the next morning. Uh, you know, it takes forever to even upload videos on YouTube. Yeah, bro. YouTube, get it together, man. Yeah, it yeah. took forever, man. So it's, it's doing all that. And I finally go to sleep. It's like 4 or 5 in the morning. I throw it on Facebook. That's when Facebook was live. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put it on Facebook. And I wake up in the morning. It's like 8,000 views. I'm like, nah, hell no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way. Like, Glitch. My, phone, my phone's tripping. <laughs> I'll like hit refresh on my phone. It goes to like 11,000. I'm like, yeah, right. By yeah. the end of the day, it's like maybe like 38,000, almost 40,000. Yeah. And I started getting calls, man. Like, people were like, yo, we want to book you to do stand-up. Like, a couple months after that, they were like, in Minnesota, 2012, they're like, yo, do you do stand-up? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll pay you this amount of dollars. I'm like, uh, no, nah, but I'll figure it yeah, out for yeah, you. Yeah, like, yeah. For sure. Like, wow. Like, so, I've just added more and more time to my skits or to my to my sets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But that's that's pretty much the start. That's what got yeah. me booming, for sure. See, man? Yeah. The internet, bro. The internet. The internet. I'm, I'm yeah. blessed to be. I, nah. The internet is a gift and a curse for me, man. Yeah, for sure. Like, I hate it. But at the same time, yeah. like, I'm nothing without it. Like, yeah, you yeah. got. You kind of have to just understand, like, what it is Facts. for what it is, you know? Yep. yep. Yeah, that's dope, bro. Mm-hmm. So, how, how was the uh, transition, though? Because you started doing skits, and then you're like, all right, I got to get ready for stand-up. So. Yeah, oh, that was different, man. Because uh, a lot of people were like, man, is this guy just going to do his... YouTube skits on stage, like, yeah. what, is this real stand-up? Yeah, it was definitely hard, man. And I, I, I haven't, I haven't mastered anything. I feel like I'm still a student of the game, to be yeah. real. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard, man. I'm not gonna lie, because it's like, all right, you, you're, you're expecting people to laugh at your jokes. Like, people are paying tickets, 
and I feel like being a comedian is a hard job. And yeah. I don't think that's easy at all. Man, man. Like, bro. Like, people don't know. To, to, to be able to put that, like, that, that laugh in people's stomach like that, like, that's just not easy. So I always get nervous, even till this day. Like, I have butterflies all the time. Like, yeah. And it's not even like, oh, they're not going to laugh at me. Yeah. It's more of like, oh, I got to. I gotta hurry and get this I gotta first get these joke. Off. Yeah. I gotta get this first joke off, man. Yeah. And, and before I even touch the stage, like I'm probably using the bathroom like three, four times. Yeah. I'm like, man, you wanted 20 minutes. I'm like, oh yeah. shit. Well, oh, I, I remember when you uh, came out to Seattle. You did yeah. a show out here for uh, Robizi's. Yeah, uh, something to remember. Yep. And you they, seen how nervous yeah. we was looking at the backstage? Yeah. They had just... me hosting, and I was like backstage with all the comedians. They're yeah. all back there, just like. So there, some of them were talking to each other. Some of them were just yeah. sitting there in their own heads, just telling their own jokes. Like I'm trying to get these off. I'm like, yep, it's real, bro. Hell yeah, I man. We real. back there just nervous and shit. Like oh shit. But as soon as you, as soon as I got that first laugh out, man, it's like oh, y'all ain't yeah. get me off this stage. I even feel like I'll give a little extra sometimes, man. I'm like, you know, like it'll be a 45 minute set. I'll go over like maybe to like an hour or something. Yeah. Like that. Just so I have to be feeling myself on that stage. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think it's tough too, just like being able to. I think the internet skits and things like that, yeah. obviously. Yeah, I think it's an important element because yeah. there's some comedians, stand-up comedians who could never do that, yeah. right? Yeah. All they can do is tell jokes on stage, yep. right? So I think... And vice versa, man. Yeah, I feel exactly. like a lot of Instagram comedians think they could just get on that stage yeah. and it's like, man, that's exactly. the scariest part. I'd rather be someone who's good at stand-up and then slowly transition to being exactly. on skits, but yeah. there's yeah. some people who think they are, they are hot yeah. on, oh, on, yeah, the, for sure. on the Instagram, mm-hmm. man. For sure. and you try to get them on that stage, that's a whole different beast, man. Yeah. That shit is not easy at all. Yeah, but I think I think another interesting thing about you is obviously uh, you're Eritrean, right? Yeah. And you have that niche market, right? You have that niche audience that um, supports you, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. you can speak to. Yep. Um, obviously, your comedy, in my opinion, can reach many different people, yeah. right? Many different, yeah. especially like first generation yeah. immigrants. They can just yeah. relate, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And I'm not going to lie, that's what I feel like... Um, I feel like that's what I got to start doing, like, for mm-hmm. sure. Like, I feel like the whole hopper shot thing, like, it's kind of like my comfort place, man. I feel yeah. like I got to break out. I know a lot of personal friends, people real close to me who've told me that, like, plenty of times, man. So mm-hmm. I respect them for that. But yeah. uh, I've started going to, like, open mics. Uh, yeah. Like, in Denver, like, it'll be a New Talent Tuesdays, for yeah, example. Yeah, for sure. And uh, it's different, man, because they're... First off, you got to ask them to be on the stage, and it takes like three weeks for them to hold a process, the whole thing. Uh. So like, all right, and they don't really care how big I am. They don't really mm-hmm. know it. They don't mm-hmm. know how many followers I have on Instagram. Like, yeah. They ain't even worried about all that. They're like, all right, so New Talent Tuesday, you got two minutes. Mm. I'm like, two minutes? Now, that sounds easy because I'm used to 45 minutes yeah. to an hour. Yeah. Now, that's just the hardest thing ever because yeah. I'm yeah. trying to figure Condense out which it. jokes yeah. do I fit in these two minutes, man. Yeah. Like, how, do, how do I even make this shit work? And... The most nervous I've ever been, man. And number Tzadas in there. Yeah. I'm used to being the headliner. Everyone knows mm-hmm. who I am. There, Tzadas are white people. Yeah, for those yeah, of you yeah. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your yeah, average Billies and Jennifers. And it's like, but no, uh, yeah, man. Like I was nervous as hell. Like that was yeah. that was like the worst I've ever had it. Like, but you I know, was, you know, it's crazy. So I actually brought that up because um, I was watching a Seinfeld show, uh, comedians and cars getting yeah, coffee. That's you see the one with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, of course. And Eddie said something dope where he was talking about like there's a lot of comedians who like neglect their niche market, like yeah. their market that they know, their audience that they know mm-hmm. they can always kill mm-hmm. because they think they got to try to do everything, you yeah, know. And he's yeah. like, bro, just do what you do, you know, like kill that, and then like slowly opportunities will come yeah. from that. You and, know? and and I know friends who uh, who tell me that too. They're mm-hmm. like, man, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, what's yeah, wrong yeah, with yeah. you, man? Like, just keep just keep running with it. But I just feel like. Maybe it's just like a new challenge for me. Like, nah, I'll kind of want to see if I can, you know, branch out. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to stop, you know, saying these hop shot jokes. For and sure. the people who are telling me to, like, you know, get different, like, you know, followers, yeah. they're not necessarily saying stop doing these hop shot jokes. Grow, yeah. They're yeah. like, see if they laugh at these hop yeah, shot jokes, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. He's like, because you're not necessarily saying anything in, you know, your native tongue. You're exactly. not speaking Chicken. Yeah. So, yeah. like, your average, like, I'll have, like, an Indian person in, 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 the, in the audience and he'll be a fan and he's there with, like, a hop shot girl and I'm like, who told you about this show? He's like, <laughs> and I'm thinking it's his girlfriend or whoever he was with. They're like, nah, she, he actually put me on your shit. Like, that's yeah, why I'm here. And yeah. I'm like, what? You a fan? He's like, oh, you're hilarious. You remind Man. me of my dad. Like, yeah. you're not saying it in the language, but yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. And I don't yeah. even hear what you're saying. I can't really translate it, but yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. Comedy's so. comedy, man. Yeah, exactly. I know. Laughter and, is laughter, bro. And that's the thing. It was like, you know, your shit was like hella relatable to us. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I feel like, yep. just like what you're explaining right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. dude was Indian, but he still felt mm-hmm. you. You know what yeah. I mean? Yep. So, uh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah I so feel like if, if any of this stuff wasn't relatable, like, I probably wouldn't even be here. Like, 
They're like, man, you sound like my pops. You sound like my pops. No, I sound but like we all can, our pops. But we can yes. all relate. Yeah. Like, I remember watching George Lopez, bro. Oh, and I'm like, I'm not Mexican, but... <laughs> Why, you Why, Why you crying? Why you crying? Like, I'm like, yeah, I've, I've dealt with that. You know That's what I'm saying? That's my shit, man. Yeah. And I grew up, people don't know, like, my first, like, 15 years, like, I grew up in, like, west side of Denver, which is, like, off a street called Federal. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, nothing but Hispanics, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't no shit about Greece, Brush waves, and I ain't know none of that. I ain't have no edge up, nothing. Like I look like. So you was like an honorary. Hispanic. What for sure I was. <laughs> I had. I went to a middle school and there was three. There was three African Americans. One of them was my sister. One of them was a janitor, and the other one was uh, the assistant principal. Okay. So she always looked out for us because she felt bad. It was nothing but like Asians and Hispanics. Like they called me Filamon. Like, Felipe, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, man. So I was like, my whole like, I was kidding with the essay. So I'm dead. the the George Lopez shit, that shit, that shit sticks out to me for sure. Yeah, Hell yeah, yeah, man. I know uh, you were saying, you know, you're a student of the game. So uh, what's some of the stuff you learned like along the journey? Um, man, I've heard um, someone told me like, you know, no one, no one knows your set more than you. So mm-hmm. uh, don't even if you are bombing, don't let the crowd know that you're bombing. Like, mm-hmm. like. Like, if the joke didn't hit, go on with the joke. Like, just go on to the next joke as if that wasn't even supposed to be the punchline. Don't mm. don't, don't sit there and wait for that awkward-ass pause. Mm. So that's yeah. something that helped me because there's certain shit that might go over people's heads when you say, when you're writing these jokes, you're like, oh, I'm going to kill them. Yeah. But there are certain jokes that's like, damn, they didn't get it. So for you to just sit there and pause, <laughs> yeah. that was just, you know, you open the door. You let them know, like, did he just bomb? Yeah. What the hell? So that's something that someone told me, and um, everyone usually asks me for advice, and I tell them that. Every time, that's the, the number one thing I tell them. For that's sure. that's gotta be scary, yep. bro. Like mm-hmm. us, scary as hell. Because like I, I think we don't, as like as viewers, as audience members, we don't give comedians enough credit, bro. Yeah, like, for real, bro. I be in people, those situations. That's bro. a hard ass job, man. I'm telling you, it's not easy. And that's why I'm always telling like the host or something, because uh, they don't do it to me as much. Because I feel like you know they they were paying to see me anywhere. They're mm-hmm. coming to see me regardless. But the two or three comedians ahead of me, like the crowd, be especially Habashas, man. These. These Africans, man, you get a little <laughs> bit of liquor in them, man, and they are so disrespectful, man. And so I'm always telling the host, I'm like, yo, like, like, express that they need to shut up yeah. for these acts, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. this shit is not easy. Like, I had a girl open up for me, and she froze, man. Like, I felt so bad for her yeah. that I came out before my set. There was still, like, one or two other people. I was like, hey, man. Like, I took the mic, and my yeah. was clapping for me. I'm like, no, 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 that's yeah, not what I'm on stage yeah. for right now. I'm yeah. like, yo. Y'all need to respect these acts, man. Yeah. This shit ain't easy. Mm-hmm. This shit is like hard as hell. Crowd was clapping for me. I'm like, no, I'm not even out here for the applause and shit. Like, <laughs> y'all like, ain't listening. Listen, bro. Like, y'all gotta, y'all gotta. This shit's hard, man. And she was back there yeah. shaking, like, yeah. man, like, on some like shit like that will make her never want to do that shit ever again. See, yeah. okay, so I'm actually glad you brought this up because I think that's, I think that's on the the whoever's putting the event together. Yeah. that's their job, right? To control yeah. their environment to make sure the comedians. Man, Habesha's are different, bro. Yeah, you know. I'm trying to tell you, man. They're beasts. Don't let there be a bar in that that comedy club either, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, like especially that's why that's why I'm like I'm not doing. I'm trying to I'm like staying away from like the the Habesha hookah bars something like that. Like I'm no longer doing shows like too that. many like, distractions. Too many yeah. distractions, yeah. man. Like. Matter of fact, the show that you said we did, yeah, where was that at? That was in the theater. That was at the theater. Mm-hmm. That yep. shit was a very successful yeah. show, man. Yeah. Like, like you killed it hosting it. Like you made sure Thank everyone you. was on point. Uh, yeah. But the lighting, like the sound, everything yeah. was on point. It felt and like we had a and we show. had a and we had a rap act, and it didn't really you know mess it up like I thought it would have because of mm-hmm. the fact there wasn't no bar shit like that. But I guess that's the shit that comes with Hava Shots. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You get some Johnny Walker in them. It's a rap. That's <laughs> so Yeah. I'm curious though, cause so I also we also want our guests to be able to provide, um, obviously in your story some some really good tips and info for aspiring comedians or people who want to get into this lane. Cause just tr- trust me, there's a lot of people who think they're funny and yeah. then they want to get into this. Yeah. Um, the the business side of it, right? Because mm-hmm. earlier I said, you know, I described you as a businessman as well mm-hmm. because you handled your business, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you didn't just pop off on the internet and not take advantage and yeah. and capitalize on it. So, uh-huh. um, what are some what are some advice for, you know, aspiring comedians to try to get into these type of showcases or events or even do their own thing? Um, I would say don't be afraid to gamble on yourself. Mm. Um, one gamble I did was this tour that I did in Europe, and it was the coming to Europe, uh, coming to Europe tour, and. It was just a lot of promo- promoters. Like I'm looking, I'm looking at like the YouTube, like the profiles. It'll tell you like where all your views are coming from. Mm-hmm. And my number one view like is the UK. Like you're, mm. that's that's who follows me. It'll break it down. I'm like, shout hey. out UK man. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, and so a lot of these promoters they're hit me, 
and they're just playing games, man. It's not even really with the numbers. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just playing games like, oh, you know what? We're going to push it back, actually. We're not going to do it. We're going to wait. Like, they're afraid to, like, pull the trigger on it or something. Mm. So I put this tour together, man. I went to is a three- or four-city tour. Yeah. London, Sweden, uh, Frankfurt, and um, that might have been it, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I gambled on myself, man. Like, I yeah. was, like, three, 4,000 in the hole before I even showed up to the to these states, man. Yeah. So I was like, man, but the tickets were just going ham. So I'm yeah. like, okay, so I knew I wasn't tripping. Invest like, in yourself, Like, though. yeah, invest yeah. in yourself, man. Like, that's that's pretty much what it is. Hell yeah. Yeah. I like so that. So that's how I learned, like, the business side of it. Like, I didn't have to worry about, you know, no bookings, people going, like, you know, trying yeah. to play me or anything like you that. You got control. Exactly. That's real. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, like, uh, you know, when you first came out, you was on YouTube and everything like that. And then now that there's, like, Instagram, you start posting, like, shorter videos on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. So uh, when you were talking about that event in Denver where they only give you two minutes, was mm-hmm. that kind of, like, the same thing, going uh, to Instagram? Or? Damn, that's Yeah, for sure. But it's, it's a weird thing. Like, I feel like the shorter videos on Instagram was mm-hmm. clutch for me. Yeah. a lot of people are bugging me, like, yeah, when are you going to go back to the, to, the, to the YouTube, to the YouTube, but... Man, it's 2019 and people's attention span, bro. Like, yeah. If they have If you don't, yeah. If, if you don't got them in the first 30 seconds, yeah. man, like forget about it. Like, yeah. I used to hate that I made these long videos on YouTube, and I'm like, damn, like this shit's too long, man. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna pay attention this mm-hmm. long, and I want them to listen long enough because I feel like if they don't listen to the, if they don't, if they don't wait to the end to even catch the the bloopers. I'm yeah. like, they really yeah. gonna miss yeah, out. Exactly. So it's yeah. like, damn, how do I chop this shit up and? Make it smaller so they yeah. don't just lose the attention and stuff. Mm-hmm. Instagram definitely, and they even got like IGTV now yeah. where you can yeah. go I, past. I think that's dope. I, I love IGTV dope. for yeah, sure. It is. Turn them motherfucker sideways. Yeah. Now I'll do, I do want to get into like the the being a comedian, right, and an actor and an entertainer, right. I'm always curious about this because Dave Chappelle. I, I mean, we all love Dave Chappelle, but he had this joke where he was talking about. Um, he was at Disneyland with his kids. You remember that joke where he's talking about he's at Disneyland with his kids, taking a day off essentially, and dude comes up to him and starts screaming, "Hey, I'm Rick James, bitch!" And he's just like, "Dude, time out. I'm with my kids. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can, can we get a day off? You know yeah, what I'm saying?" Yeah, 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 and so yeah. for you, obviously, you know, being funny and then being funny as a career are two different things. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you gotta be funny when you don't feel like it sometimes? Yeah. I mean, I'm chill, man. I'm a homebody. So a lot okay. of people think I'm supposed to be a Gurgis every uh, day, like you. on the time. I'll always stop to like take photos or like say what's up to a, to a fan for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to act like I'm Hollywood yeah. yet. <laughs> but uh, no, um, I'll always stop. Um, if I go to like a party, that's probably when I'm like, all right, man, this is doing too much. Man. You you little five niggas is too faded right now. Man. Get, get off my neck, man. They're like, it's Gurgis, you're my favorite. I'm like, get your drunk ass out of here, man. Like, that's what I hate. I hate that, but other than that, uh, I don't feel like that. <laughs> hey, about man, the watch just to be like, hey. yup. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay, we got that. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I feel like, no, nah, like, but other than that, man, I'll always stop for a fan. Like, I'm, I don't feel like. Uh, Hell yeah. But it is funny because they assume, like, I'm supposed to just be Gurgis all the time. Yeah. Or even my voice. There's a lot of people who think that I talk with the accent all the time. They're wow. like, wait. You sound like nigger, <laughs> like American black. Like, like they they shocked when they hear my regular voice, man. Wow. They're looking at you like, what the fuck? Was yeah, that how he speaks. Yeah, <laughs> no, and I, I mean, cause I think it's just like you need, you know, there's balance, right? Yeah, and I think you got to take people as they are. Cause I, I like when I see you, I see someone who's who can do comedy, mm-hmm. right? But I'm sure you're trying to do other things as well yeah. in that space. So like, cause you know, in, in Hollywood they had this thing called typecasting. Yeah, you know, where it's like you can be seen as just this one fixture in this yeah. one way, and it's yeah. like. You can't keep people in that lane, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like your boy, uh, who was the dude that did the the Black Panther? Uh, Michael B. Jordan? No, no, the the main guy. The, uh, 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 Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman. Boseman. Yeah. Boseman, yeah. I feel like he's always doing like the bios on people. Like they got True. him doing the same black True. He bio. Did, uh, he did um, 42. Jackie Robinson. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 42. And he did, um, uh, uh, wait. Was it James Brown? James Brown, there we go. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for sure. uh, yeah, I mean... And Hollywood, man, if you make it, you Gucci regardless, man. Like, I mean, I, you would hate to be the same character all the time. Like, yeah. You definitely want to I mean, you got to eat, though. You know, yeah, you got to pay your exactly. bills, so it is exactly. what it is, exactly. you know? Um, now, I do remember you, uh, obviously, um, when you first started popping off, I, you were doing, like, interviews and stuff like that. Um, but I do remember hearing you say something similar to the fact that 
um, you you use your form of comedy when it comes to the Habsha in reference to the Habsha jokes to try to help keep the culture alive yeah. uh, or keep it you know alive and, and thriving somewhat. Yeah. Um, can yeah. you explain that a little bit more? Because so, I'm kind of curious. Um, when I say like you know I do like my comedy like people. People think I'm bashing the culture, like the like the stuff that I'm doing, like the mm-hmm. like the, the imitations that I'm doing with the yeah. voices, like oh he's he's destroying our culture, like he, he's making fun of his parents, like what kind of shit is that? And yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. man, if you can't see the joke, and I feel like there's a joke in everything, man. Like, yeah. There's certain there's certain um you know you know shit that you shouldn't be talking about, but for the most part, like if you can't see like the culture and like the richness of these jokes that like I'm trying to like, cause I feel like our generation we ain't gonna be like our parents, man. Yeah. Like. Like, we ain't gonna be close to our parents. Yeah. I feel like after us, man, if we don't teach, like, our kids, like, what it is, like, like, it's a wrap. So I feel like me making fun of our parents or even the accent, like, this is just another form of me trying to keep the culture It's your alive. truth, though. Yeah, you it know? is. Like, yeah. you're telling your truth. I'm not, yeah, I'm not making no lie. Like, yeah. it's literally just me growing up. And it's funny, like, I showed my dad. My dad never knew, like, how big this was. Uh, 2012, after that, uh, it was a week after that first Seattle show I did at Dialog, man. I don't know oh, if any yeah, of y'all remember yeah, that yeah, shit. I remember that. That yeah. shit was... <laughs> Probably like at the time that was like my best show ever, man. That shit was lit. But wow. uh, a week later, I go to uh, Adi, and um, my dad's there. He never realized how how big this shit was. Like he he heard about it, but he never thought it was that crazy. We sit down, and um, this Australian couple comes up to us, and they're like, uh, and my dad wanted to like stunt on the family. He took us all to this expensive restaurant. And shit. <laughs> it's like twenty of us. It's like freaking. He feeds all twenty of us for like freaking forty dollars. <laughs> he thought he thought he was stunned on us, but um, they uh, they come. They go, oh, excuse me, uh, you mind if we take a photo? My dad's looking at him like, like watching him walk around the table. It's a bunch <laughs> of people sitting down. And he's like, wait, wait, where, where do y'all know him from? They go, oh, is this your son? They're like, yeah. He's like, oh, you should be proud. We've been following him on YouTube for yeah. a while. Something, something. They go, my dad's like, so y'all live in Australia? Y'all know this? Mm-hmm. Like he's like, what? He looked at me. He's like. <laughs> but uh, Eddie Murphy ain't got a lot, huh? like that's it. <laughs> uh, that nigga was so oh, juiced, man. God. Like he was, he was shocked, man. Like he didn't, yeah. he really didn't believe it. So yeah, that's dope. Yeah. And he's, yeah. a, I mean, him being in that space himself, yeah. like yep. that's got to be a dope moment. Yep. You know, that's kind of like what LeBron's saying. son. He's seeing his son yeah, killing was, it in hoop. He's like, man, shit. He was, he was lit, man. It's yeah. funny, man. Like I said, like I always forget. Like damn, my dad was doing this way before me. Like yeah. I really, I really wasn't following his footsteps. This is just something that just happened. Like. Like I said, like I thought I was gonna be a rapper. I had no idea. I always forget that he was like the comedian guy. That's why I feel like I'm always lucky that, mm-hmm. you know, you know that he accepts it. Cause there's a lot of people like, and it sucks, man. Cause I know a lot of Habesha parents are just so narrow minded. Like, yeah, yeah. They do not want their kids trying to be a rapper, dancer, yeah, painter. Like none of that shit exists to them career wise. Yeah. So they're like, no, nah, it's just a little phase, just a little yeah, hobby. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hell no, and that. And that message right there is sick because you literally just shut down that little kid's dream or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, he really trying to pursue this, but you just shut it down. Like That's real. Like, I feel like, especially being like a hot show or even like first yeah. generation, because mm-hmm. I feel like we they all kind of experience the same yeah. type of uh, parenting in mm-hmm. that aspect, right? Yeah. But like, like you said, it's like not only are you fighting for your dreams, yeah. but you also got to fight the people that brought you yeah. in this world. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To and get their support. Exactly. And this is not a knock to, like, the parents. No, for like, sure. I'll never, like, I'll tell them all the time. I'll say it to their face. I'm like, I definitely feel like you got to let them grow and try to, like, you know, at least at least let them try it out. But don't shut it down from the jump. But, yeah. like I said, I'll never, like, ex- I'm not clowning our parents. I feel like if we had even, like, 2% of our parents work at them. Oh, for like, sure. Them, yeah, they're, for real. They're, they're hustlers, oh, yeah. man. I don't yeah. think anyone works as hard as them. Exactly. When we first came, like, my mom worked two, maybe three jobs, man. Like, I was shocked that she was able to, like, you know, hold down six kids. Like, my parents work in graveyard shifts, mm. whatever like that. So, yeah. like, it's not a knock to them. I just feel like we could share. We If we could use their their work ethic with our, you know, career, whatever yeah. it is that we're trying to go with, like, we'll, yeah. be, we'll be Gucci. But and I think that's I think that's all we want them to understand. It's like, yo, we want to take that work ethic, but we yeah. want to carve our own lanes, too. Yeah. yeah. And, they, and they can't expect, um, they can't expect you to, you know, act like you're back home. Like, you can't expect, like, you didn't, you didn't expose me to the, to, to the states, like, everything yeah. out here. Yeah, you yeah. can't expect me to marry at 17 and marry, <laughs> this, have an arranged marriage. I'm like, nah, I done got exposed to this whole thing. Man. Yeah. Crazy. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, it is two different worlds, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, we it grew is. up here. We have a whole different knowledge of, like, the Facts. way we see the world compared Facts. to our parents, you yep. know? Yep. But, 
I don't know, bro. I think it's just a it's just a big disconnect, and we just gotta pretty much like let them know yeah. what's up, yeah. you know. But I think I think we we mean everybody got a contribution to make, you know. I think even you doing what you do mm-hmm. is changing that narrative a little bit, you yeah. know. It's changing yeah. it for the kids who are coming up, seeing, yeah. oh, Gergis did it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's and like, he, and it's funny, like I'll have parents who show up to come to my shows, and like that's that's pretty rare. Like when I see their parents, they'll be front row. And they're like, yo, my daughter's in the back. She's embarrassed. She didn't want me to sit next to her. But, uh, yo, so <laughs> she told me to come to your show. I told her that, you know, whatever you did, it was a joke. Like, I was never a fan of you. Yeah. But she was like, just come. Just come to the show. Like, and if you don't you don't see the success or anything that, you know, you see that would even work. Because he said he's trying to be, um, I don't know what she was trying to be. I forget what, what career she was trying to go with. But she's seen, like, she's like, okay, so, like, I see. It was a Toronto show. She's okay. like, I see two shows like damn you'd have two shows like back to back and she's like so who like like how do your parents feel about this i was like oh, my dad thinks i'm a beast like he loves it like, <laughs> yeah like, he loves it yeah and so it's cool to like show him she's like yeah i always show him your flyers like look look mom now he's in europe yeah now what like, yeah like read him and weep bitch. yeah you like, got like, <laughs> <laughs> like i no, told you you have to though <laughs> yeah. I, you know what i'm saying you got to keep keep yeah. them informed man you got to let them sure. <laughs> yep. yeah no, that's dope i told could, you yeah that's what i'm saying she could like Use you as an example. Be like, yep. you know, he made it. You yep. know, I got to I gotta go for mine, too. And you know? I, 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 for sure, me personally, I don't think I made nothing yet. I feel like I still got a lot to uh, mm-hmm. to, to overcome. Yeah. But uh, it's cool. Like, people, you, like, use me as an example. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that's cool. Like, I'm not it's really a blessing. Tripping. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. We all know I'm the Jordan of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> for real. I like that. I like that. Um, now, you obviously, you spoke on, like, being able to travel mm-hmm. and go to different countries. Um what is what is kind of like the difference you would say between doing your shows here in the states and then doing them overseas? Oh, the timing. They are on time. <laughs> <laughs> they are on time, man. Okay. Out here, I'll start a show at like at eight p.m. Niggas ain't showing up till like ten fifteen. <laughs> the show didn't start till freaking eleven sixteen. Like it's it's bad, man. But out there, I went to a show in Sweden, and uh, there was a bunch of kids. I didn't realize a bunch of kids bought tickets too. There was like a good like fifteen, sixteen kids outside. And it's like 8.30, show starts at 9. I think I'm good. Like, I think I'm, I'm way too early, honestly. Yeah. And there's a bunch of kids lined up outside. Mm. And they see me. They're like, Gergish, Gergish, going crazy. And the owner's like, yo, man, like, these kids aren't old enough to come in. Man, I told you your nephew was good because you talked to me ahead of time. Like, yeah. I ain't going to tell your nephew. you the headliner. You done brought all this business here. I ain't going to tell him no. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he's like, they got to leave. Your nephew also has to leave after your show when it turns into the party. Mm. But these kids, nah, they ain't coming. I was like, why can't you just give them the same deal? He's like, nah, man, it's not really worth it. I'm not going to lose my license over this one night. Yeah. And so I was like, damn, that's so messed up. So I felt bad for him. I was like, all right, I'm about to just kick it outside with these guys for like 20 minutes, yeah, took yeah, photos, yeah. little yeah. video drops, like, you know, chopped it up with them and that's shit. That's dope. Um, that is. So that was, uh, that's one thing that stood out. They were on time. There's actually like 60 people already sitting down, mm. and some people didn't have tickets yet. So like the promoter had to be like, yo, I need y'all to either – Pay up now, or I need everyone to get up. I gotta figure it out. I gotta make up. I gotta figure out who paid, who didn't, all like wow. that. So it's a good I problem. To have. Good yeah, problem. For to sure. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I was shocked how early they got there. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's get it crazy. together, USA. Yeah. yeah, for real. We do though, bro. Man, <laughs> you know, we're bad with time, bro. Like instead of I had a we show got no with, excuse. I had a Thanksgiving show in Columbus, man, and I was so nervous. Um, man, I spent a lot. This is one of them shows, like. Some of my shows, I've gambled on myself, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go to this city. I'm going to promote it myself. Mm. I'm going to team up with another promoter, and we're going we gonna to figure it out. Yeah. And this is one of them shows, and, um, man, this is expensive. It's, it's Thanksgiving time, so, you know, these flights ain't cheap. Yeah. So it was like a five dollars $600 ticket, and I was younger back then, too. So I'm like, damn, this is about a I need, I needed this one to yeah. hit for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. And the show started at 9. Man, it was like 10.45. There was like eight people in the, in, in the audience. Yeah. Man. And uh, me and the promoter were like, damn. This is crazy. They're like, hey, man, y'all going to have to start. Like, I'm like, man, there's only eight people in here, yeah. man. I was like, man, give it like another 15 minutes, man. <laughs> sure enough, man, the promoter FaceTimes me. I'm in the back with the DJ, and he shows me a long-ass line full of people outside waiting to come in. Wow. I was like, oh, shit. Like, the, oh, motion, really? the motion's oh, going. Yeah, I'm just crazy. like here to there. It was crazy, man. I was. I told the owner, I was like, man, give me a bottle, man. We about to get it in, <laughs> We better party for sure. Wow, man. Yeah. Do you ever be thinking, like, I, I might have to promote it, like, at an earlier time so um, people can show up at a certain time? Man, I've done that. Oh, I've done that one time, and I'll never do it again because, man, I had a Havasha family show up with their little kid at a, at an Oakland festival. Mm. I'm telling you, they were sitting in there for, like, four hours, man. <laughs> Literally, the mom, the dad, the two sisters, and the little brother who convinced his whole family to come to the show. 
And yeah. I was like, I felt so bad for him. Wow. Like, my homies are like, bro, you got to start the show. They've been in that corner for like four hours. I'm mm. like, damn. Like, so I'll never do that shit. Yeah. yeah. They showed up on time. They weren't playing. Yeah. I made sure I took photos with them, chopped it up with them for like mm-hmm. 20 minutes. Yeah. Though. It's tough, man. Yeah. It's yeah. tough because like, I feel like even with any events you're throwing, yeah. I think you you can't be too assumptive. Yeah. You know what I mean? You I can't know. like go into it thinking like, okay, I know for a fact these people are going to do this, these people are going to do that. You yeah, kind of just mm-hmm. have to have your standard, yep. your guidelines, and yep. then go off that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whoever mm-hmm. rocks with it, rocks with it, and yep. just keep it going. That's why, that's why it's good to have. This is when I wasn't doing pre-sales either. So mm-hmm. like, that's when I was like, okay. That's like knowing the business. Like me growing, like, okay, I got to have pre-sales. This got to be professional. Yeah. Like my show in Toronto, like, remember I was telling you about the profile. It tells you, like, who views you the most. Like after UK was Canada. Mm. So I'm like, all right, after Canada, it's U.S., so I could definitely make this Toronto show happen. It's my first one. And it was uh, the first show sold out. Like, And I was like, oh, shit, like 100-something tickets? Yeah. So I got to know ahead of time, like, okay, so I wonder if we can be able to do these, like, two shows back-to-back. The owner was like, yeah, I'll just have to hire more staff. Mm-hmm. And plus he had, like, a balcony where people can go upstairs and chill until the set first show is done. So, um yeah, that shit was that shit was clutch. Man, it's love, man. Yep, for you real. You know what I mean? You definitely getting love out here, man. Yeah. For sure, the culture loves it, man. Mm-hmm. I love them back, man. Hell yeah, bro. You gotta keep it coming. You gotta let us in one of your skits, bro. What's up? What? <laughs> that's easy. He said, "Hell no." That's easy. You know, people be afraid to jump on my skits. For real? I'm like, man, yeah. They would get nervous. They're like, nah, I'm cool. They get shy. I'm like. All right. They they because they know it's gonna blow up. And they're like, man, I don't know what to do after that. Yeah. <laughs> I warned them too. I'm like, you can jump my skit, but you are gonna get famous. <laughs> I feel you. Oh, so, um, how 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 important would you say it is to like have a team around you too that kind of helps you out? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, right. Yeah, I think with logistics, I think it's very important. I think it's very important. I feel like in the beginning, I definitely had that team for sure. Like mm-hmm. I definitely had a team that people believed in me mm-hmm. and the camera guy. Um, it's just tough, man, because you some people grow out of this shit, and if they're not passionate about the shit that you are, like, yeah. like they don't, it doesn't matter to them. This shit. So That's real. I probably have like uh, probably like three people who I like rock with all the time, who are always shooting me ideas or something like that. But yeah, like, yeah you need a team. For yeah, sure. yeah. Oh my gosh, like I don't know. People can't see this on camera, but these guys got a team, man. They yeah. got like, seven, yeah, eight yeah, people back do. here. They That's got. Three cameramen, man. So, like, a team is very important yeah. for sure, yeah. man. Whoever brought these water bottles, that's that. Yeah. The team brought yeah. that, man. So Shout out Benio, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> nah, but, uh, that's Yeah, real. team is very important. Yeah. I think sure. I think what you said is real, though, because I even talked to, like, some of the homies and stuff who were trying to build teams. Mm-hmm. And it's like, at the end of the day, you just want people who are serious about what they're what, – yeah. whatever it is they're doing, like, that's yeah. – they would be doing it without – any like buddy else exactly see what i'm saying exactly and I, I think it's hard to get people to do something that you know that about. you want them to yeah, do as exactly. opposed to what they want to do yeah, yeah, you know what i mean yeah. and i mean it's not even like and some some people could just be like jealous of the fact like no nah, i'm not gonna put all my energy into and you be the one on the, on the tv screen yeah. or on the like no nah, you're gonna get all the credit you gotta stuff, think so. big picture though. there's a lot mm-hmm. of people who think that way man like yeah. it's crazy like you'd be surprised so. you know how much money them uh cam- camera crews behind the scenes get on movie sets and shit i bet they get bank, bro. i bet I and bet. it's like a union job especially mm-hmm. those those For cheap real. ass reality tv shows that it's like those are, that's all profit man yeah it's like the yeah. budget is nothing but the what they pay out is crazy man all the ratings like they'll pay you the hell out for that shit so easy money bro yeah i think that's like some of the stuff that needs to be exposed too like yeah a lot of people don't realize like it's really a team effort too yeah. you know what hell i mean yeah. or yeah. like the people behind the cameras they yeah. probably yeah. they yeah. probably last longer than a lot of people for that's sure. in front you know sure. so that's facts you yeah feel me? So, that's facts yeah. kevin hart perfect example man like he's not a one-man band like that dude mm-hmm. got a team of he got a team for sure man. yeah he got his squad everyone everyone has a job man and they like stick to it and shit so like that's yeah. genius for sure and you see how far he'd have made it like don't think he made it by himself yeah he didn't just get lucky for sure he had a squad yeah yeah, yeah. Nah, hell yeah, man. Sure, and I think I think he, he kind of set a model, too, you know, on how to grow, yep. like how to use comedy to do other things. And mm-hmm. um, I do kind of want to give you a chance to maybe speak on some things you got coming on the horizon um, that people can be looking forward to. Uh, shoot, man. I'm about, to, I'm about to set up another tour, man. I'm okay. About, I'm about to get to it. Uh, recently, I asked on my Instagram, like, what cities they trying to laugh in. So 
kind of little Everybody heads up. Everybody was hitting you up. Yeah, everyone, man. <laughs> Random spots too, man. Like like Nashville, Tennessee. I'm like, man, how many hot shots do y'all have? <laughs> You've there? never y'all... been to Nashville? Never. Nah? Uh-uh. I've You've never been there? Been... No, nah, I've never oh, okay. been there. I thought you were going to tell me there's a lot of people out there. <laughs> Yo, yeah, and... I didn't know Australia had hot shots till the homies. Oh, no, there's plenty of them out there. Okay. Oh, my God. That's that's been on my list for a while, man. I'm definitely going to make that happen. I just don't know when, but. Australia, let's get it together, man. It's going to happen. It's going to happen for sure. Australia. Um, but yeah, I got this tour that I'm that I'm getting ready to set up. Um, I'm writing a script right now, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to step my game up. Okay. Yeah. It ain't just the skits. Uh, Stay creative. It's it's hey man, this skit this I think this 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 movie's about to be it, man. For yeah. sure. Like I like it's new to me. Like my sister Rosa, shout out to my little sister Rosa mm-hmm. Johannes, man. Look out for her. She's dope. She's she's hilarious. Uh, people don't realize how funny my family is, but like I'm probably the third. Maybe fourth funniest in my family. Man. Really, my dad, my dad's an OG. He got to get it. And then I think my sister Salam, she's hilarious. Everyone, I always shout her out for sure. Yeah. But, um, like out of all of them, I'm just the one who gets paid for this shit. Like, you know, I feel like I won regardless. So you're the one who looks but, like they made it. But, yeah, yeah, for sure, easy. But she's in film school, man, and she learns so much. And uh, okay. I've helped her out with some projects, but like, she actually sat down and helped me like learn how to write an actual script, man. Mm. I thought I could just. Write it out and just wing it, and uh, you gotta like really come correct. So uh, she's helped me write this skit or this uh, script that I'm working on for this movie. Uh, Hell yeah, bro! I'm That's not dope. gonna play no games with that, man. Like yeah. I'm really gonna take it, it seriously. Y'all I like the Wayans, bro. Yeah, like, okay. yeah, for real. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, and I got and everyone keeps saying you like you gotta throw her in there, you gotta throw her in more skits, and she just so like especially my sister Salah, man. Like, I gotta have like. I gotta have a, a camera rolling where she doesn't know, man. Because okay. if she knows that the camera's on her, she just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not natural. I'm <laughs> like, no, man, you're hilarious, man. Yeah. Fuck She's like, no, nah, get that camera off of me, Phil. I'm like, man, like, just be you, man. Like, we'll make a killing. Like, yeah. we had a reality TV show, just had this shit rolling. Yeah, I think yeah, like, no, that's dope, though, man. That's yeah. dope. And then um, any show? I know you said you got a show coming up this month. Um, right? I got a show in uh, Houston, man. The day after Thanksgiving. Uh, shout Hell out to yeah. my boy Demi, aka African Prince. I don't know if y'all seen him. Um, he got a show that he's doing. Uh, it's called um, it's called the Revolution of African Ape, uh, African Prince. But um, he this is his third annual one. Okay. And he got me involved in this show because um, the we we actually did our first show in Portland State University. It was the the East versus West African comedy show, and he was representing Nigeria, of course. And um, it was Y'all funny, was like, like it wasn't, but the, that's <laughs> what they called it. Like it was, it was one of them like yeah. African cultural like comedy uh, like uh, college uh, shows. Okay, and that's it was dope. funny because I I was following him for a while. This okay. guy got like two three hundred thousand followers, mm-hmm. and they're telling me that I'm the headliner. I'm like, damn, for real? Like this dude's a beast. Yeah. I got yeah. like six thousand followers. Y'all gonna have the dude? Who has two, three hundred thousand followers? Like, like open up for me. That don't make no sense. That's hard to go after. You, yeah, you it's your crazy. Mind, yeah, you're thinking. And then he's sitting here before we go on stage. He's asking me for advice. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, bro, you're a beast. Like, yeah. Hey, like, I was like, all right, if I could tell you something, it's like, you know, just don't let him know when you're bombing or something like that. But other than that, like, I'm still a student of the game. I still yeah. got a long mm-hmm. way to go. But, uh, yeah, April, no, November 29th, uh, okay. Black Friday, we'll be in Houston, Texas. Uh, we got a, he got, he got a lineup. He got like. 15 comedians, bro. Oh, shit. He got like a, li- a full lineup full of comedians. His lineup, for a while. Is, his lineup is about to be crazy. He got that I Am Dulo cat on there. Mm-hmm. That dude's a big name, man. He got a lot of big. Uh, Houston, pull up. Yeah, it's about to be cracking. For real. For sure. yeah, I'm going to yeah. need all my hopper shots to pull up, man. Yeah. I, I can't have a whole bunch of Nigerians not laughing at my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be like, who is this nigga? What is this? What? <laughs> we came to see Demi. Who is this nigga? <laughs> Oh man, okay, well, man, bro. It sounds like you you're constantly working, man, and that's a good thing. For real. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. For real, bro. I'm trying. I got a lot of work to do, man. Don't get it twisted. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. man. We just getting started. This is not easy, yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. You also uh, social media. Where could uh, people follow you and everything? Like that? Uh, YouTube at Gergish, man. Yeah. Y'all know it's at Gergish everything. Uh, YouTube is at Gergish uh, TV. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gergish TV. Yep. But um, Twitter is at Gergish underscore. And yeah. My Instagram is at Gergis. Hell yeah, sure. man. Hell yeah, bro. Definitely. Um, and I always ask this question, obviously, uh, for all our guests. S- something to kind of cap off the show, but it'll also cast what's ahead, right? Obviously, you got a lot of work coming ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can, my brother, what's one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up? What keeps me on the up and up? You can kind of describe it, too. Consistency. Mm. Yeah, because I feel like whether it's bad or not, like the more and more you do it, like it's definitely like it's practice. Like so, just just keep dropping it. Like 
I'll tell up and coming Instagrammers, um, don't just drop one skit a week. Like, just keep dropping them, whether they're whack or whether they're good. Like, it don't mm-hmm. matter. Just like the more and more consi- consistent you are, like, yeah. it's gonna show. Like, eventually, mm-hmm. like over time, like you got to be able to show people your growth. So the yeah. more and more you drop it, they're like, damn, that shit was better than his last mm. one he dropped. And they got to be able to see that consistency. Like, damn, he keeps dropping. That's them, so. facts. Yeah. That's facts. For real, bro. I think people respect it, too. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to respect something you don't see consistently. Yeah, and there's some people who, like, want to hold on to, like, their best works. Like, oh, I'm not going to drop that. I feel like I could drop something better. It's like, man, you got to just drop it, man. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. drop it. Like, I got a homie who, uh, who took a while to drop his mixtape, and he has... Thousands of songs on his hard drive. And I'm like, man, you need to just drop it, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, people got to see your growth, man. They got to see the consistency. Yeah. You just dropping music so they can be like, and he's like, no, nah, he's just so, such a control freak. He wants to like, mm-hmm. no, I think I can make something better. I'm like, yeah, like in two, three months, you're going to make something better than mm-hmm. you did two, three months ago. Like, of yeah. course, that's a given, but you're never going to show people your growth or your consistency. If you that's you real. Drop it. I think even For just real. from being a creative, it's like, like, me personally, like, whatever it is, like, I feel like I got to get it out to be able to start something new. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. Like, I can't just be sitting on this and then try to start something new when I know this hasn't even been released yet. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So, that's important. That's a good that's message. Facts. Consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have okay. we got consistency before? I think that was the first time mm-hmm. we got cons- We have? Okay. Damn. You don't keep track. You don't keep track. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he looked like a hater over there. I know. There. What the hell was that? <laughs> He said, how you not know, bro? With, with the hoodie on, he's like, hell yeah, we did. <laughs> I'm going to stop looking that at video, bro. That nigga ain't original. He ain't I looked original. at him three times this whole show. He's just been giving me that same mug. So that nigga think. ain't original. Oh, yeah, I'm going to look at Avdi now for energy, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Gergish, man. Obviously, man, oh, this is long man. overdue, but we're glad we got this in. Hey, man. Episode 56. Yes, sir. Yeah. 56, 56 nights. nights. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We bumping the hell out of that Hell shit. yeah, yeah, man. But nah, man. Seriously, man. Thank you for pulling up, man. And. Um, you know, doing the work you're doing, bro. It's important. It. For real, bro. It's important. Appreciate, we appreciate y'all for having you, me. And uh, if y'all don't mind, you know, my boy uh, Cobro, man, he got a nice little clothing line. Yeah, King oh, Blackface. Yeah. So, you know, I do King Blackface uh, Entertainment. That's oh yeah, like the, you know, the entertainment, the the he's a businessman, the, the skits, all that. Yeah, I told you he's he does man. King Blackface clothing line, and that's booming right now. So, okay. Uh, y'all gonna have to figure it out. Got something for y'all, man. Ooh. Oh, man. You okay. a real one. Y'all might be fighting for this you crew. You a real next. one. Uh, you a real one. But yeah, man, this is uh, one of those medium ones with large. I'm going to let y'all duke it out. Yeah. Shout out King Blackface, Yeah, man. shout out King Blackface, man, for sure. Shout out Check guests who bring gifts, too, man. Yeah, really I appreciate not. that, yeah, man. No That's doubt. real. No That's for real, bro. I had to lace y'all up for sure, yeah, man. Yeah. Appreciate y'all for having me. I think me. I want that one, huh? Yeah, it's a large anyway. <laughs> Ooh, by default. By default. Yeah. Yo, man, but in all seriousness, man... Again, thank you for coming to the Appreciate show. You, man. Thank you for the work you're doing, bro. Don't stop, never stop. Stay on the I up can. and up, obviously. And with that said, I think it's safe to say Gergish is officially a member of the Up and Up. Can we get yeah. around here? Yo, what up? It's Rubino. And this is DJ Earn. We hope you enjoyed that episode and that now you have a better understanding of what it means to live life on the up and up. To continue supporting the podcast and the entire Up and Up movement, be sure to rate, review, like, and subscribe. As well as follow us at underscore the Up and Up on all social media platforms to stay connected with everything the Up and Up has coming your way. Thanks for listening. And until the next one, keep it on the Up and Up.